You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an energetic healing facilitator. I have been thinking about self-love and falling back in love with yourself for the past week or so. I did a post on it on my Concrete and Crystals Instagram talking about how all of the qualities I've been trying to harness are things that I used to be a lot better at seeing myself and that they're not new things, that they're things that are already part of me that I'm just reconnecting with. And then I got to thinking the fact that it is Valentine's Day today when I'm recording it, yesterday when you're listening to it, it's a time when we value and celebrate the people that we love who are close to us, the people around us, our partner, sometimes that extends to friends and family. And to fall in love with someone is often the best way to not see their flaws at the beginning. I think that that is kind of the honeymoon phase, if you will. And I think the younger we are, the less we see our own flaws. This was a huge realization I had when I was kind of just pondering this subject. And I think that's why it's falling back in love with yourself is kind of the the feeling and the message I've been getting around this when I sit with it. And it's for that reason. When we're young, you know, when you talk about children just doing what they want to do, thinking they're great at everything, not questioning it. I mean, I have to say, like, as a child, I was very, very self-conscious and I did kind of second guess a lot of things, but it depended on what it was and how good I felt doing it, I guess. Um, And when I was thinking this week, I was thinking about even when I was in my 20s, especially like after I turned 19 and here in Canada and Ontario and most provinces, you have to be 19 in order to purchase like cigarettes or alcohol or go to the bar. I went out every Thursday, Friday, Saturday before I went to college when I was working two jobs, sometimes three, and I loved it. I would go out every weekend. I would get dressed up. I would get new clothes. I would dance all night. And I was just really reminiscing about that version of myself because I don't think I really understood in that moment how fleeting those months are, you know, like the, I think everybody thinks about this when you get older, like the fact that you were more free than you knew at the time. I would always be the one talking my friends into going in because I didn't have a car. I would get home in the wee hours in the morning and then get up for work again, you know, a couple hours later. And just thinking back to that version of myself, like I had so much appreciation for her and her courage and her boldness and just general unawareness of, I guess, other people's opinions for them. And looking back now, I mean, now I'm 34 and I rarely even leave my apartment. It has been a long time since I've actually gone out dancing or anything like that. Now in my life, I would like to have those kinds of feelings about myself and thinking like, how would I go about doing that? And I think 
for me, it's just following through on the things that I do enjoy and leaving space for that in my life because that was my priority. Like, obviously, I didn't have the same responsibilities that I have now. Even though I had three jobs, it was still in my schedule every single week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that I would go out and make time to go out dancing. And What's really funny too is like I grew up with brothers and I'm I've always been kind of like more comfortable in masculine energy and I always had a few really close female friends like when I went out it wasn't like it was me and a huge group of girls it was me and a couple of friends and usually for a while it was me and a group of guys and that happened because one of my female friends at that I worked with, she was the one I started going out with the most. And she would just like disappear off with like some random guy. And I would be like, okay, like, I guess I'm just here and I didn't want to leave. And because she had introduced me to her friend who was one of the DJs at this like small town bar, um, they started asking me if I wanted to go other to other bars with them after she stopped coming. And I would, and they would get us in past all the lines and I would get like I had basically like personal attendees who like if I went to the bar one of them would come with me if I went to the bathroom one of them would wait outside for me and you know I never really I guess at the moment I did appreciate it in a way but like looking back like I had zero qualms about it like I just wanted to go out I wanted to have fun and if people wanted to facilitate that I was like okay and that confidence, I think, is something that I'm slowly gaining back. And I like the last two weeks or so, I've been getting back into going for walks, even when it's cold. And when I come back and like shower and I'm getting ready for my day, I like when I look at myself in the mirror, I haven't noticed the flaws. And then I've actively kind of been more appreciative of myself and the fact that like my body has been through a lot. And I think the more we can do that just honestly with ourselves and realize that like, yes, my life does not look the same. I do not go partying four days a week. So why should I expect my body to look like that version of myself? And what really hit home in the topic of like going out dancing and that like carefree energy was yesterday. I'm sure most of you who are listening were at least aware of the halftime show for the Super Bowl and I am not a football fan by any means at all, but when I found out who was performing, I was like 1000% I'm going to watch that because I actually have a cable subscription too. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch that. So I had my dinner ready to go and it started and I can't even explain it. It's like, you know, when you're actually at a concert and like the energy that kind of runs through you when the crowd is there, it was like I had that experience, but also it brought me like back to the emotions of being the age when all those songs and those artists were performing regularly and like I was listening to them all the time. And that was like my transition from being in like grade eight, you know, like end of elementary school going into high school and the high school dances and you know meeting people and that energy and I listened to music all the time when I was younger I had a Walkman then a Discman and then at some point I think in high school I got um, a five disc changer which anybody who doesn't remember those like it would give you the option to basically shuffle five C's instead of one now obviously we have playlists for that but I 
was obsessed with this one CD that was Much Dance 2001. And it had some of those songs on it. And Forgot About Dre was one of them that I listened to all the time. And I realized it turned into like when the halftime show was happening, I found myself just bawling, like not hysterically sobbing, but just like the tears were just flowing. And it was just like, I'm sure most people who grew up in the 90s, you know, like had this kind of nostalgia happening. I have a cancer moon and the moon was in cancer. So it was like extra, I think. I was one of the only ones of my friends that had a job (laughs) in high school and I would always be the one buying CDs. And when I used to drive around with my high school friends, I was always in the passenger seat. I always got to ride shotgun and I always got to pick the music. (laughs) And this could be like the Capricorn in me, I guess, but like I was always in charge and it was mostly guys and like one, usually one girl at a time, but it was just always like my music. And even when I think of like hanging out with most of my friends, it was usually my music that we would listen to. And I think like hearing the music happen in the Super Bowl uh, halftime show, it was like I was transported to a time when I did take the lead. I was a leader. It's just that like if no one else was taking charge, I would. And if there's something I wanted, I spoke up. If I wanted, you know, to go and get burgers instead of pizza, we I would say so. But if I... I'm not taking the full lead in my own life and I'm not like really, really digging into the things that bring me joy, then I'm kind of losing that part of myself. And I think this is where I was coming from with my post this week when I was talking about how I used to really be connected to my feminine energy, you know, like getting dressed up and dancing and all of those things. It's okay to grieve those past selves, but also like take what you really enjoy about them and sit with it. It's like, if you think back to like past relationships, it's okay to hold on to those moments. It's okay to remember those gestures. And that's kind of what I feel like we need to start doing with ourselves is again, falling back in love with ourselves. So even if you think of if you have a current partner, think about the things that attracted to you to them in the first place. And then remember that that's still part of them. It may not be actively expressed, but it's still something that turned them into the person they are now. And it's the same with yourself. If you think back to versions of yourself, what parts of yourself are still present? What what have those shifted into with the experiences you've had, right? And I think for me, if I think back to when I was really young, all of the memories that stick out in my head are really of me being outside, either sitting on the ground, picking up toads, sitting on a rock, feeding chipmunks. Like those are the pieces that stick with me the most. And like walking through the garden with my grandparents um, and yeah, like going for walks. So I think that part of me is still here it still feels magical every time I do those things. I still talk about feeding chipmunks and going for walks. And I think the more we can find those parts of ourselves that brought us joy when we were younger, we can still be that person. We can still invite that energy into our lives now. And for me, it's also like thinking about, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, when I was seven-ish, six or seven maybe, I was also doing tap and ballet again that's dance and then that you know I still loved dancing when I was in my 20s and when I was in that dance class when I was little I was the one leading the stretches I had the confidence to do that like I have that little tiny leader still inside me it's just 
I guess it's been a while since I felt like I was doing that for myself. It's always been in a role where I was with an organization and got kind of absorbed with this. I was talking about this on Card Pull Friday, how it's one thing when you're given a leadership role. It's one thing when like, you know, my dance teacher asked me to lead the exercises and at work I was given a lot of leadership roles and they would ask me like they would literally say hey Andrea apply for this position and then I would get it and other people saw that in me and it still feels good but it's not the same as having to claim it for yourself right and I think I've done that in a number of ways already I have and it's just I think like anything, the something that you resist is often something that you know you have to do. And I resisted energy healing for years, you know, I resisted telling people that I did readings. And now that I have put those things out there, I'm so grateful that I did because I love it. I love talking about those things. I love offering those offerings to people. And I think now it's that time again it's this energy of the full moon in leo that i'm really feeling where it's thinking about the collective more than yourself but at the same time seeing those leadership qualities seeing that lion inside of you seeing where you can shine how you can show up fully as yourself and fully and authentically and sometimes we do have to look back a little bit because if we're stagnant for a while or we're only seeing ourselves in the same light It's really difficult to sometimes step out of that and see yourself in the way that you want to be seen. And because I was thinking about like the way your partner sees you and the things they say to you and how sometimes you don't see it in yourself, but it's just like nice to know that they see you that way. I think we need to start seeing ourselves. And I think the most beautiful thing, which again, sometimes brings me to tears thinking about it is when you see yourself as yourself, when you see these qualities, you know, that you have, when you recognize that you're the one that got you here, you're the reason you're doing what you're doing. That was the most profound part of the post that I was doing. And that was because of conversations I was having with myself. It was healing work I was doing for myself. And I was seeing all of these qualities that I actually still have. I just haven't given them a purpose in recent years. And I think being truly seen is always something that is moving, but being truly seen by yourself and giving yourself a moment to actually sit with it. This is why I tell a lot of clients, like when someone gives you a compliment or sends you a positive review, sit in that energy for as long as you can, like actually sit with it. And recognize that they're seeing that part of you that you're offering to them. And sitting in your own energy is not easy. It's not something that comes naturally for most of us. So if you can actually see one thing about your physical being, about your body that has carried you through this life, see one thing that you absolutely love about it, and then something about your personality, whether it's a time that you were so confident and felt so much alive and in your own skin feeling just beautiful and accepted. Those are energies that we really need right now. And if you're not knowing where to go next, or if you've been thinking about something you want to do for a long time and you haven't been doing it, maybe it's time to kind of like go back through recent years or go back through the decades and pick out those times 
when you're like, I was super confident. Like when I was like eight, I wrote a story and then read it to my class. Like I wrote it, drew pictures, was like, here, you're going to listen to me talk. (laughs) And it's like, where did that girl go? And I guess I do show up pretty regularly here and on Instagram for Card Pull Friday, but I don't show up just when I'm authentically just thinking about something, right? It's not like I which I I talk about all the time, how I need to do that more, which means I need to do that more because I obviously am resisting it. But I think just see where you're doing that. See where there's like an authentic desire to show up and try to figure out what part of you is stopping that from happening and find how you can actually see yourself and like feel seen. Like go back and see that like inner child Leo is a lot about inner child as well, right? It's the fifth house. It's about like joy, creativity, dating, all of those fun energies. And, you know, with it being Valentine's Day, I think it's a beautiful time to kind of check into that energy, that playfulness. And with the the full moon and Leo being tomorrow now when you're listening to this, really harness that. Make a list of all the times that you love thinking about. Like all of the times when you were at your peak when you were in your element. And I don't say peak in the meaning that like it's all downhill from here. I don't think anyone ever knows what their peak is until it's the end of their life. Um, But, you know, I think knowing that there's still more to come is why it's so important to still look back at those other parts because then you have something else to look forward to, seeing how those parts of you can come back to life. I am going to also read a couple of, well, just recap a few things from the simple abundance book that I have I mentioned it in another episode where it's a daily book where there's a message and I found it you know at a thrift store randomly somebody posted about it a few months ago even though I've had it for years and then this week I happened to look at my bookshelf and see it and I looked at the lot like the last few days including today and it was exactly the messages I've been thinking so let me just share a couple parts of it so the themes in here, February 11th was divine discontent. And this one I really loved because she talks about how it's a sign that you want something more when you're not content means that you have a desire. So it's actually a really positive sign. It's a sign that your energy wants to move. And then February 12th really was the day I looked and I was really, really resonating because it says once upon a time you trusted yourself. And her actual instruction is to find a photo of yourself when you were like around 10 and you were smiling and you were doing something you loved and you were just genuinely happy being yourself, right? And then like try to imagine what your room was like at the time and what all your favorite things were, what toys you had, what you played with, who you played with, all of those things. And, you know, trusting yourself is so important and it's something I've been working on a lot in the last while, trying to make sure that I think back to times when I made really good decisions for myself and when I did things that felt really aligned and trusting that that is what I need to trust. Not all of the shoulds, not all of the things that other people would probably want me to do. That's not the way to finding what your soul is truly craving because it's coming from an external place. It's really sitting, like I said, with your own energy and Remembering that you didn't question yourself for everything, right? You didn't always question yourself. I did question myself a lot, even as a kid. I know that, but there were still those things that were just so aligned and sparked so much joy that I didn't question those. And what's interesting is in the Divine Discontent 
passage, she actually references The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron that I did my whole series on, which is so funny that I was drawn to this book around that same time because I definitely felt the same energy from this. So it's not just me. That was part of the artist's inspiration, part of the author's inspiration. And then February 13th was that you have a view and loving your authenticity. And again, like this is exactly what I was feeling. Like you're the only one who has your point of view and that is what your strength is. No one else has that. And, you know, you're always looking at what other people do that makes them seem like they have it all together or what makes them seem like they're an authority and what makes them seem like they're someone worth following. But they're just doing what they're being pulled to do from their own sense of authenticity, what feels authentic to them. So if there's something that you're meant to express, then express it. That's why like I've been really pushing myself to realize that my gifts are being so Capricorn and being organized and being able to find clarity in really vague subjects and to find the next tangible step for someone to take. And, you know, I because I do it so naturally for myself, I don't really think of it as a skill or as a gift to share. And I think we all have those things. Like if you were to ask the people you're closest to, like, what do you think are my strengths? Or what do you think is amazing that I'm able to do? Or what do I make? What do I do that looks easy? I think that's like a way of asking it. And I think you'll be surprised. And then February 14th for Valentine's Day, the entry is about buried dreams. And so again, this is looking back at those memories when you had those bright sparks where you did something for yourself and you felt really good about it. And then something, you know, happened where you kind of pushed it to the side. And now it's time to pull those things back up to the front again and realize that it's time to start being kind to yourself. It's time to start having that self-compassion and to realize like it's never too late. It's like I wouldn't want to know that I already reached my potential and this is it, right? (laughs) I think it's a good thing that we still have growing to do, that we still have things to learn in this life because otherwise what's the point, right? We have to make mistakes. We have to just try things and see how it goes. And even those times that are really difficult, like the tower moments and the rock bottoms for me that's where you find the strength and you can see the qualities that you've developed from having those experiences and that goes back to like you having your own unique point of view those experiences are unique to you yes other people may have had similar experiences but not the same combination of experiences not the same emotions they haven't been the same being right the same soul like looking at your astrology or human design and then looking at your experiences and seeing that, yeah, you are probably signed up to do a lot of the things that you're doing here. And so there's got to be a reason, right? There's That's just what I always feel is like, I wouldn't have had the experiences that I've had in my life if I wasn't meant to channel that into something to connect to the collective. And that's the Aquarius, right? And then the Leo is like being being okay with being seen for that quality and knowing that it's for the higher good. My ear just started ringing like really loud when I said that. And I think it's just connecting with that, finding where those things meet, finding where I think I talked about creativity and community the last time and I'm still in that energy. It's just I'm letting it unfold 
and I'm being less masculine about it, letting it unfold. But I know that the next step is like helping people find that clarity and figure out what it is physically they can do in order to move forward if they've been receiving all the signs and feeling it's time to do that. And I think that's what we all kind of need in order to move forward. And that's what spirit crumbs are for me. It's when those synchronicities happen in a way that actually gives you a tangible next step. And sometimes we just miss it because we don't have the confidence in ourselves to believe that we can do the things that are showing up in front of us. So I hope that with this full moon and with this, you know, Valentine's energy, you're able to find more self-acceptance and you're able to fully see yourself for who you are and see those really beautiful qualities that other people probably see in you and you just don't focus on because you're so busy trying to look at the flaws. But just seeing yourself as a whole human the same way you would a partner or someone. Sometimes they have annoying qualities and you're like, you know what? They are who they are and you just live with them. And it's the same thing with yourself. It's like you can laugh at yourself instead of trying to like, find a way to change it, just accept it and really fully embrace all of your experience, all of your emotions, all of your ideas and try to figure out a way that you can lead yourself. And eventually, the more you lead yourself, the more you trust yourself and the more you can start to believe that you could lead other people. That's how it's been for me in every job that I've had and also now in this work. It's like the more I do it and see the evidence that I know what I'm doing and that I'm following a pattern and that it's working, the more I feel like I can share that with others and I want other people to have that experience because it feels so good when you start actually trusting yourself more than you trust the opinions and seek them out from others. So I hope that this energy treats you well and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.